Hi everyone, welcome to Mindset Manifestation with me, Christina Medina, where we uncover the magic within. I am holding space here for your inner work, your transformation, and the release of anything that stops you from receiving the abundance that exists within you and all around you. For those newbies, a deepest heartfelt welcome. I'm so happy you're here and that I get to be a part of your journey. Before we jump in, let's take a moment to align with our breath. Breathing in, love and light. And breathing out, anything blocking you from receiving. Taking this time to connect to your inner guide, connect to this podcast message, and align with the highest vibrational energies. Now let's get started. I am sitting in my living room like old times. Do you remember those living room podcast days? And uh, I really miss recording these like this for you. And I'm looking forward to getting back into more of the sort of traditional podcast and also working with my friend Sarah and um, more, more sort of collaborations on the podcast, bringing on guest speakers And I want to share with you today a podcast that I recorded last December. And it's so crazy how much we change. I mean, it really is. Like if we, you know how I've talked in the past before about how we always need to take time to like turn around and look back at ourselves and see like all the things that we've gone through and accomplished and find that love for ourselves and like really take time to notice our achievements and you know just just be our own best sort of like lover like love ourselves and acknowledging everything that we've done and so I started listening to this podcast and it really took me back because I recorded this last December it was right at the beginning of December with Lauren Ashley and she's a fabulous amazing coach I've actually worked with Lauren. She coached me. I was in her um, mastermind group, which was phenomenal. And I'm listening to myself speak on this. And I just feel like my voice is coming from a completely different place within my body. But it's not surprising to me because I had gone through quite a bit of things, you know, in the last couple years, like 21, 22, there were some things that had happened, you know, like personal things. And then 2020, like we all experienced that too. And so just to kind of make a long story very short, I'm listening to this podcast and, you know, this was before I was like in my studio pretty much every single day making these large scale paintings. And I started my studio on December 2nd and this was recorded on December 2nd. So this was like earlier that day or it was like later that day. I can't remember exactly, but... I just see myself now and how much I've changed and you can even hear it in the tone of my voice. I feel like I was really working from a lot of masculine energy because of my like quote career, you know, like the the work I do in real estate and I feel like I've worked from a very masculine place in my career for 10 plus years in real estate and I've been so much in the studio and like in flow and in creativity that 
I really hear the difference between my voice now and all the recordings and like different things I've made like on Instagram and reels and all that kind of stuff versus my voice and my cadence and like the way that I speak and and everything on this podcast. So I'm going to share it with you. Lauren's information is wonderful. I just feel like I've yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to I'm not judging myself here. It's really just more of an observation, but it's really amazing how much art has really healed me, like healed so much of me. And it really brought me back into the flow of the feminine side. And, and that creative energy is in the feminine. And so I've been opening to channel that creativity in my studio. And it's just been so healing from my soul, like really letting the true me emerge. I haven't been blowing out my hair. I mean, I still do it every once in a while, but I've really let like this crazy natural hair of mine just like go out, like let it go. You know, it's just like things like that. And I'm feeling more alignment with the type of art that I'm making and, and my voice as an artist. And like, there's so much of the true essence of who I am that has come out in this process. And so this is like a two part message. So one, it's this message I'm leaving you all here. And just like the power of being in the flow, whatever the flow is for you and, and how it, it taps into that feminine energy. And I definitely want to do something with this in the future. I see a workshop in the future of like working with people and helping them sort of get lost in the flow of creating paintings. Like I can see that in my future and I make these paintings all on the floor. So I'm going to get like, like rolls of canvas, cut it up, lay it out on the floor. I'm going to invite people. We're going to pour paint all over the floor. We're going to press it and roll it and fold the canvas and we're going to do like all this stuff on the ground. I could just see it, you know, and um, stay tuned for that because I'm not sure when that's going to happen. But there's something inside of me that feels that that's going to happen. And I get these images of like myself in the future and how I connect with people. And I share them with you a lot. And sometimes they don't come to fruition. But, you know, the reality is that the universe has bigger and better plans for each and every one of us. And so maybe these things don't come to fruition in the timeline I'm looking for, but the desire is imprinted on my heart. And I know that the manifestation of it will, will come to fruition. It will take shape in some form. I'm not sure what, and, and not sure on what timeline and the, um, the receiving of it I know because the universe like always over delivers, which is awesome, but I know that it will just be bigger and better than anything I could have ever imagined. So I'm going to let you all enjoy this interview with Lauren, but I just wanted to preface that at the beginning because it was just something, you know, we, I'm always like, I really consciously, especially anyway, I was going to say, especially now, but that's not true. But I really, really, right now, in the present moment, am trying to be very aware of where I am, what I'm doing, what I'm saying, and being as fully present as possible, and being observant. Like, when am I falling into a blueprint? When am I getting lost in illusion? When am I getting caught up in a cycle of a pattern or 
um, the dominant energy of something like in my city or in my community or whatever, when am I losing myself and what do I need to do to release whatever it is that I'm kind of caught up in so I can now just sit within myself because really the abundance and everything that we are seeking is already within ourselves. It's just a matter of sitting with it and realizing all the other things that we get caught up in are just really an illusion of some kind, you know, that says, that communicates to us that we aren't enough just as we are. And so when I'm talking about my voice and everything being different, that's not a judgment. It's really, I'm just trying to observe and assess and share with you all. And perhaps this will help someone else out there. And maybe, maybe it's getting into the flow as well, like whatever your flow is. But I, I feel like if you are out there and you're listening and you feel that you are maybe working too much in the masculine, because I think when we are in the masculine, we know because we're not feeling right. Like if we need, if we're off balance between masculine and feminine, because we have both of those energies in our body, but if we're feeling off balance, like we're too much in one or the other, we know it, we feel it. We just have to let ourselves like connect to what we're thinking and what, and then, and then dive deep into what are you feeling and where is that coming from? And then we start to, to witness the imbalances. So, okay, enough about all of this. Let's jump in with Lauren. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Mwah. All right. Welcome back to MTM. Welcome back to an interview. Welcome back to a more long form podcast. I know it's been a while. I've been really stuck on these riffs, but I have been recently extremely inspired by Lauren Ashley, who was my coach at one point and really just an exceptional person and really an exceptional coach. Like she's the real deal. Um, I'm going to read you her bio in a minute, but I've been so inspired by her. She just launched a podcast. She's been coaching for several years now, but she's just like, I don't know. You've got to check her out where you're going to get to know her a little bit more on this podcast. And then um, we'll talk a little bit at the end about like what she's working on and how to get a hold of her. But I'm really excited to do this. I know we've talked about it in the past and it's great to get something like on the books before the end of the year and just re like breathe some new life into this podcast. So thank you for being here, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat yeah. with you. Yeah, connect with your so audience. Let me read your bio so everybody yeah. details. Mm-hmm. We'll get we'll get the details down, but then we're going to just kind of let this flow. You know, we've worked together so we know each other, but also there's a lot of really good points that she's brought up that I really I want you to be able to like her to tap into that and flow with that and share that with all of you. I know you'll benefit. So let me read her details. Lauren Ashley is an aligned business coach in ACC, which is Associate Certified Coach, if you're not mm-hmm. familiar, with the ICF, which is the International Coaching Federation. So she is the real deal and has been dubbed the money mindset and manifestation queen by her clients. And she is. Host of the Align and Magnetic podcast, Lauren helps entrepreneurs build aligned, magnetic, and profitable businesses and brands so they can spend more time doing what they love. So welcome. Thank you. I love, I love your, your bio. It is so like, 
not that a bio is not true, but it's so spot on with exactly what you do. That's awesome. It took me, I feel like four years of being in business to actually (laughs) figure it out and it'll probably change at some point, but I really feel like I'm coming into some sort of like, um, I don't know, like, uh, how do you say like something powerful, something Mm -hmm. that feels right. Right. Like you're kind of really entering like this new kind of period where things are really opening up for you. Yeah. 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 And just stepping into what I've been called to step into for some time now. But it didn't start off that way. Cause I would like to hear just like a briefly about kind of how it started for you, because I feel Mm -hmm. like that really aligns with me and kind of, I went by this more kind of orthodox approach, I guess, to starting my coaching business and going kind of that route and everything. And, um, and it didn't align with me. And at the time I felt like there was something wrong with me mm-hmm. until I met you. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay. I, uh, first I felt like I was being a rebel. Cause I'm like, I'm not doing it. Like I was doing it this way. It just didn't feel right. And then I started like, when I feel pushed to do things that don't feel right, the inner rebel comes out in me. Yeah. It's like a child that, that has to not throw a tantrum, but has to like speak out against something. And, and then, so we weren't, we stopped working after that. And I started doing it my way. And then I met you and it was like, okay, I'm not crazy. So please. I totally relate with that inner rebel. I hate when people tell me like rules. In fact, my current coach told me to launch my podcast January 1st. And I was like, I don't want to do that. So I I launched it. Um, I met with my team actually, we decided to soft launch because I also wasn't ready to launch when I said I was going to. Anyway, I digress. Um, Yeah, so I started in multi-level marketing, as I feel like a lot of people do. And what I learned about that industry is that um, they're really about putting people in the seat, building their teams. And a lot of people just pass on messages and trainings, if you will, um, that other people created somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it felt very inauthentic to me. And I didn't know, I didn't know that it felt inauthentic at the time. It was kind of just like, I was lazy um, or, you know, I thought I was being lazy because I didn't want to do the things that they said I had to do in order to be successful in the industry. So I was like, you know what, whatever, like, I don't want to do this. I don't like the way that people are doing it. And I personally felt like I, as a person could have more impact on somebody's life than a product. So there's a little bit of like tension, if you will, like psychological tension. I didn't fully believe in what I was selling. And if you don't fully believe in what you're selling, it's not going to work. So then I started my health coaching business and I hired a business coach after trying to do it on my own and realizing, you know, this isn't really going anywhere. I need help. And while I did make some progress and I did everything that, you know, I was told to do everything that I was supposed to do. Um, I felt way behind on my business trajectory, if you will, than my peers, like my peers seemed to be so much further ahead. They were having like 5k, 8k, 10k, 20k months And I was just like, still trying to get my first client, you know? 
So, and I was doing everything. I was showing up. I was like doing lives. I was providing value. I was having conversations. So it, it just didn't make sense to me. And I, then I, I just there too, where you're yeah. like other people like doing what they're told. It's like, yeah. sometimes I feel like, why can't I just do what I'm told? Yeah. But I just don't work like that. So anyway, yeah. sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to like, kind of touch on yeah. that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and yeah, so it was, it was really frustrating. I, I also ended up like down this niche that was not, I was helping women with binge eating, which like my coach had suggested based on another conversation I had with someone and it just didn't feel like I felt like I was teetering on the side of manipulative marketing and really getting people where they were vulnerable. And that's what I, I did not feel like that was correct for me. Um, I didn't feel like it was ethical. Plus it didn't attract the people that I wanted to be working with. Do you think, cause I had a similar thing. It was like mm -hmm. the woman that was my business coach was an alcoholic at one time mm -hmm. recovering. She was recovered or in recovery. And um, when she stopped drinking, she lost a bunch of weight. And she told me, you need to go at it about, go at your thing. You don't tell them what they need. You tell them something else and they discover what they need. And I was uh -huh. just like, yeah, I didn't like that. That didn't yeah. resonate with me because it felt the same way. It felt exactly. like kind of manipulating people yeah. and getting them in a vulnerable like place and then trying to turn it into me offering a service that was something entirely different. Yes, that's exactly, <laughs> exactly what I went through. And that felt very unethical to me and very like, um, why not just be truthful and upfront with people? You know what I mean? And there is something to be said about marketing and, you know, people being like overwhelmed when making a, an investment and there's all this research and stuff. So I understand why they got to these conclusions, but we have to be very careful as business owners. And if we are trying to be ethical coaches, ethical marketers, ethical business owners, um, and really make an impact in the world, I think we need to really make sure like check in you know, with ourselves, with spirit, whatever, and make sure that what we are doing is in alignment or within our like values, if you will. Yeah. And that's something that really helped me to realize that what I was doing was not, not very um, true to who I was. Yeah. So, and I, it wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't, when I look back, it wasn't like crazy like I was like manipulating people it just felt like inauthentic you mm -hmm. know what I mean yeah yeah that's a lot how I felt too I just yeah I just really wanted to show up and talk about like using you know like loving yourself like getting back to that place where you're releasing everything that blocks you from receiving this love that is available to every yeah. living thing in the world yeah. and um and speak on that. And then also opening to your intuition, like accessing yes. intuition or the inner guide is what I, we, I call it on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but accessing that to help guide you and being yes. able to tune into that because my inner guide was telling me to not do those things. Like it, exactly why it didn't feel right. Like that's why, that's why I was pushing, pushing back a bit or not wanting to do it and was not getting the results I was looking for or attracting the right people because I wasn't in the right space myself. And I wasn't honoring what I was telling other people to do. 
you know, and that was like one of my biggest arguments with her. It's like, I don't believe this stuff. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to tell people to trust that inner guide, that gut feeling and respond to those things. And then it will become clear for them a little at a time. Well, and I love that you said something about it. It sounds like you actually confronted your coach about it because at the time, like I went through the exact same thing, right? And that's why now I focus so much on tapping into your inner guide to build, you know, an aligned, magnetic and profitable business because I had to learn that lesson as well. And at the time, I didn't realize that my intuition, I I wasn't, I guess, awakened to my intuition. Like it was there and I could feel it being like, "Mm, no, that's not right. Right. But I didn't know that that's like, I didn't feel confident enough because like, who am I? I'm not a successful business owner yet. How could I possibly know what is right for my business? You know, that was the story that went through my mind at that time. So, yeah. Yeah. But that I'm glad you brought that up, that part up, because um, we've actually I've had this struggle with other things, just like you've helped me push through what I think something should look like. Like in my mind, I imagine like, well, this is when I'll be able to do this, or this is what this would look like. Mm -hmm. And you've been able to challenge me with that, which those are the things I know. Sometimes we just can't do it on our own. I mean, we could do so much on our own, but also you, it's really good to have a person help you stretch outside of that. Because like, I'm a big believer in self-coaching. Like Mm -hmm. when I, I'm not actively coaching now, but when I coached people, I want to get them to the place where they can kind of coach themselves through yes, them, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. themselves, but it's like, you're, it's not a one and done. Like you get there. It's like, it's always something that needs nurturing. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a journey, this connection back to self. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And we're also like, there's so many factors, you know, humans are so we're not simple beings. Um, and so as much as I would love to say like, oh, I never need a coach again because I'm certified and I'm good to go and I know how to coach. Well, I'm also influenced by my own influenced and limited by my own box, right. Of what I've experienced in this reality. And that's why, you know, when I look for a coach, I want someone who can provide me like a different context, if you will, like a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I love, I love the opening of that's like my favorite part about coaching is opening um, perspectives and opening to new possibilities. And I know that you really vibe with that as well. Absolutely. Because I, I do think that, I mean, in my heart, and I always need to be reminded of this, but I do think that there's no defined package of how something should be delivered, meaning every person's individual perspective and journey is truly based on their own reality of what's available to them. And so not, there's not one thing that works for everyone and it will always manifest itself in its own way. We can, I think we can latch on to like energy of people or concepts or ideas, which is why some of those other people, they didn't have resistance to those things. Yeah. We were talking about, you know, the other people, um, getting the same kind of business and marketing advice that we're seeing the success, but they didn't have that kind of resistance built against it where they felt like they needed to go on their own independent path. Cause I look mm-hmm. back on your journey and I see you had something like you were, I, I do believe we're all meant to connect with those people we're meant to connect to. And so when Absolutely. you talk, 
like about soulmate clients and things like that. I feel like that's where that word is derived from. And so this was years before I met you and same with my experience before, you know, like on both ends, but we still met and you helped me to feel confident in what I was feeling. Like it wasn't that I needed approval because I was just doing it anyway. But when we met and we started working together and I, I remember hearing you speak on another interview that you did a couple years ago um, or a few years ago. And that's what connected me to you. It was like, I heard you talking about this and it just further validated what I already felt. And it's like, you find your people when you're, when you're like that. Yeah, absolutely. When you're, yeah, when you're being your true authentic self and when you're expressing yourself as your authentic self, that's when you yeah. magnetize those, you know, soulmate clients, but not just clients, like friendships, um, relationships, like all of these different elements of life that, I don't know, maybe you're like longing for and working toward, but um, yeah, it's, things just seem to come to you a lot easier when, when you're being authentic. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, you know, like what you do with business, it still trickles over into our personal lives too, because it's like, how can you just apply these mindsets and these types of things to just business without looking within? Because it is so based on the intuitive self. Yeah. Yeah. And if you like listen to my coaching conversations with my clients, I would say that a very small portion is actually on like business strategy or like business planning or business, whatever. And it's more so on the opening of our thoughts and like shifting of beliefs. And we talk about personal lives. We talk about relationships because, you know, when I'm coaching someone, it's not just their business. Like they're a person. Um, and as much as we would like to compartmentalize and as much as that would be like an ideal way of moving about life, it's challenging, you know, to, to do that and to still show up fully and authentically when you've got other things, um, weighing on your mind. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, actually as we're talking about this, I did take some notes on some things, <laughs> um, because the, you did a podcast, I think it was either one of the recent ones, or I can't remember because I've been binging on your podcast, mm. but um, I really love the framework um, you brought up. Well, first off, I think it was over the difficulty uh, that you saw with a lot of your clients, like with their business. And one of the number one things was communication, yes. like showing up and communicating. And you also position this with, I think you, you drew a card and you position yeah. around the four elements, which I, I thought was a very cool framework to help understand. And it's like, you can go literally go through those elements as you're doing things to see if they're aligned, like if yeah. you're aligned in your, yeah. your strategy, can you talk about that? Yeah. So I, I really love, um, metaphors in nature. I feel like we're all, we all came from nature. We're all very connected to nature and nature is such a beautiful, whoops. Um, nature is such a beautiful representation of life. It's like a perfect mirror to me in my experience. So the four elements are, you know, air, um, water, fire, and earth. And obviously these elements are present in nature. So, but we can also find these, um, elements within ourselves. They're kind of like, I don't like characters or I don't know how you archetypes, I guess. Right. 
And so each element, like when we're out of balance, we are going to find that we are also out of balance in our lives. Like what we are experiencing in life might also be out of balance. So we can see this. A lot of what I see with my clients is that they're lacking in um, the air element, which is that communication and sometimes even the earth element. So, and it's not that they're lacking these elements, they're just out of balance. Because if we look at air, the balanced version of air is that we are like communicating well, we're communicating what we want to communicate. We are connected with source, we are creative. But when we are out of balance in air, we might be too in our heads. Our heads might be in the clouds. We're like way too out there. Like but then if we're not, which sorry, is, I said that's very Libra, which is what I yeah. am. That's, how, that's where I get a lot yeah. stuck there. Right. Yeah. And I get there too. You know, my um, rising sign is an Aquarius and Aquarius can be very airy, very like in your head, very. And I find this as well because I went through this recently where um so I'm just coming out of my Saturn return for anybody who knows you know astrology and I feel like I spent the last two years in air element but like out of balanced air element I feel like I was kind of in the clouds like it felt like very cloudy up there and you can even see this in how I was expressing myself on social media it was very like not grounded in something and in order to, yeah, in order to sell in business, in order to communicate with other people, we need to kind of, in a way, come back to reality, if that makes sense. Like we need come to back down to the ground, like ground yes. something. Yeah, ground it in what like this experience is on earth. So I find that because a lot of my clients are spiritual people, right? When we talk in spiritual euphemisms or whatever, um, not everybody understands this. I know a lot of other spiritual people will understand it, um, but still we got we to gotta ground it in. Like, so what? Why does this matter here on earth, right? Like, okay, the world is ever like expanding. Why does this matter? Like, what can we do with this? And grounding it down into the earth element. Um, the other imbalance that I see is often between fire and water. So fire and water can also kind of, I kind of like to see them as masculine and feminine, right? So fire. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Because I think that as a woman, like I can, I'm just speaking for myself, but as a woman who's been in business, I live in New York city. I feel like many women in the city, um, including myself, we are in the masculine energy a lot. You know, mm-hmm. like it's required mm-hmm. of us, the industry I'm in, like all these things, it's required of, of us to step into that masculine energy. But then yeah. there is true, you know, I've seen the negative aspects of being in that masculine energy. And I've worked very hard once I realized that to try to bring that balance. So I love that you said that. And yes, I want to hear more. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I listened to this episode, this podcast episode the other day that was like bashing masculine and and feminine energy, which I've been teaching on for a while now, but apparently it's not very forward thinking and it puts you into some sort of box. So anyway, I still will teach on masculine and feminine energy because I still like it. Yeah. That's so interesting to me because I don't think of it as being male or female. I think of it as energy, energy, yin and yang, you know, 
if you do energy work, you understand that. I don't think of it as like male, female specific. No, me neither. Yeah, Yeah, me neither. But apparently there's like debate or something. So I might do an episode on that in the future. Yeah. Yeah. But it's essentially the, you know, fire water. So if you don't want to call it masculine, feminine, you can call it fire water energy because the water is the, the feminine of like the processing and the flowing and, um, I don't know, the, the self-care and the rest and, you know, that down period, the receiving. Yeah. Yeah. And, and listening to your intuition, that sort of thing. Whereas the fire is like, let's put things out there. Let's take action. Let's move forward. Let's go. Right. And so in essence, like you're hearing me talk about all of these elements and I'm sure you can see how they come together. If we're too much in that flow of the water, um, then we are missing the action, which is another thing that my clients will struggle with, including myself. Like I'm not, um, immune to these struggles either right so a lot of the time even when we're like launching for example we end up in this fire energy where we're taking action we're taking action we're taking action but then we hit this point where it's like okay I'm taking action like nothing's moving forward what the heck do I do now and that's where like I'll work on with my clients to kind of come back into this water element this feminine energy of like okay we need to slow down. We need to honor everything that we've done and also open up to our intuition and to, you know, God, angels, universe, whatever you believe in and ask for guidance, right? And come back into kind of like the manifestation, like the unseen, like, how would you describe it? The the energy of it all. You know what I mean? Like- Yeah, I do. Cause, but I think it's also- you know, one of the things that I feel like I've noticed about myself is when I'm too much in this fire energy, we'll call Mm -hmm. it that. Um, that is very, if I'm too much in that, that energy that I'm putting into it is very fear-based energy. Yes. Yeah. It's not love and trust. It's not, it's like, I have to do it. I'm exactly happen. And then, and then, and then I know, and it's interesting because it goes against what I believe in, but that part of my mind, that program that feels like I have to be fiercely independent and I have to do this all on my own. Um, and I don't want to take the time to get help. I don't want to, I don't want to stop. I don't even want to stop to go to the bathroom sometimes. Yes. Or (laughs) eat, eat, you know, or get proper hydration or whatever, brush your teeth, brush your hair, whatever. It's like these things, when we're too much in that productive energy, that fire energy, Mm -hmm. it's very easy to start neglecting this vessel that we're gifted. Right. And take care of that. And I feel like that water energy comes back in and it has faith and it has trust. And it knows, like I call it the underworkings, knows that those things are happening. And it's like, give a little, take a little, it's like, give a little. Yes back, allow it to come, take yeah, it, you know, exactly. and like one step forward, one step back is not really a bad thing. It's more like mm-hmm. a pause and, and allow yourself to kind of recollect, like recollect, I don't know, collect your thoughts and feelings and assess along the way, rather than mm-hmm. just going too much. I've been in that energy before and I created something that became successful, but it wasn't at all what I wanted, but it was like, it was so do based and so ego-based 
because I was doing too much. Mm-hmm. Not saying that fire is all ego based because we need the ego to help us take our ideas off the ground. Yeah. But it was too much there. And then you create something, you put all this loving energy or this fear-based energy actually into creating something that you don't even want. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there was something that you mentioned there. Um, I just wanted to say how beautiful an an example it was that you shared, you know, the take a step forward, then take a step back. And even though it might feel like a step forward and a step back, it's actually not. It's very cyclical, right? And like, again, you see in nature, the seasons change. Things happen in cycles, right? And our lives are not meant to be linear, but we have been, I believe, conditioned to believe that they are linear and that we keep moving up, keep moving up, keep moving up. And it's so true. even when mm-hmm. we're little kids, we're like, yeah. our height is measured, right? Keep going yeah. up, grades. Keep going through our grades, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. we keep getting graded on things yeah. and room for improvement and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. So we've been conditioned to really be yeah. in that masculine high performance energy. And I mean, I was never taught how to listen to my intuition or how to balance. Definitely um, not. Yeah. And I, I noticed like for me, when I'm way too in the masculine and I'm not, or in the fire energy, whatever you want to call it. I don't um, mind masculine and feminine. Yeah. Because, like I said, I'm not thinking of it gender specific, yeah, but it's exactly. really more of a quality of an energy. Yeah. Yeah. But, totally. yes. but I also yeah. have the element aspect of it. Me too. Like I said, because it does give me like, for me, when you said that, I was like, oh my God, I love this. I'm going to totally like latch onto this and, and apply it because that is where I struggle. Like I can be very idea and yeah. very creative and I could even make the thing, you know, but then I don't like, I started painting and working on my art again, which is like, that is my soul's calling since childhood. This is who mm-hmm. I am. And it feels really good to come back to this. And I've been in the studio, I'm producing like three paintings a week. Like I'm like, boom, 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 because I am in, I'm in my flow. Right. Yeah. So I'm creative. I'm in that, I guess, like the water, the flow of allowing it to unfold because this is a whole new medium for me. I painted years ago, like childhood teens, et cetera, like very early on in my artistic endeavors. Mm -hmm. So the point I'm trying to make is I can be this and this, but I am not doing a damn thing to try to sell this work or try to, it's just like, (laughs) I'm not in the fire at all. I'm very Mm -hmm. watery. I'm very airy. I'm very earth when it comes to like creating and I'm very practical and I've got great discipline, but I'm not like giving a crap about fire, but I know I need to, because I've got paintings after like we've I have to get a storage unit to put these paintings are big they're six by four you know they're like four by three they're bigger works and I don't have anywhere to put them (laughs) it sounds like you need an online store (laughs) I need a a storage unit yeah (laughs) but I love that because I can Mm -hmm. really you know that's to me it's like okay I'm doing this I'm doing this and I'm doing and I feel like as a, a very intuitive, creative person, it's like, I know those things. I know what I need Mm -hmm. to do, but when I have like that framework, I don't know. I don't know if you're teaching anything with that framework, but I think you really like got like a download with that. Mm -hmm. That's a great framework. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I have taught about the elements before, but have never really put it in as a framework 
but I think it belongs in the mastermind. It's really good. Sure. I mean, Thank I you. feel like it's incredibly like, it's like just the right amount of structure for someone who doesn't like too much structure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think I'll expand on it then and put it yeah. in the mastermind. Yeah. You could even, I mean, I feel like it's a great thing for even like creative people because I mm-hmm. feel like, I, and it doesn't, and creative can encompass so many things. It's not yeah. just like I'm talking about painting, but creative is like what we do in life in general, because yeah. as we said, a lot of this translates to our lives too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I see my business as creative. Like there's times when it's a lot more execution than creative, but when I'm doing like graphics or like coming up with a new framework, for example, or, you know, writing up some notes for a future podcast episode, that to me is very creative. Um, yeah. And even like this podcast, I love, because like before we did this, it was like, oh, I might have some questions or whatever, but I really like it when it's in the flow. So this is like very creative. Yeah. 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 I love it. Yeah. I forget what I was saying earlier. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, did I? Okay. Wait, we were talking about the elements, but I do, I do like how these elements, because I know we've touched on, and I want to touch on one last thing before we start to close. And I, I really like how these elements relate to life as well Mm and our relationships, because we said earlier how these business things that we, these obstacles, these challenges, these endeavors that we have like in, in our own businesses, whether it's your own business or your career, it still translates very much into like our lives as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so like those elements in life are very interesting to me and how they relate back to the way you coach. Yeah, definitely. And like the elements, you can even, you know, the elements are definitely applicable to business, but also in life, like when we're, you know, doing too many household things, like we've got too much responsibility on the go and we're just executing a ton of like, you know, get the house person here to fix the this and the get the dishes done, call the this person, you know, all of these to-do list items. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and I grew up um, in that kind of energy of like, get it all done. There's like a million things to do, go. (laughs) And I don't remember really having like a weekend off. You know, I would work um, all week long at school and my job and everything. And then it felt like there was a lot of pressure on the weekend to do house chores. Yeah. So rest was not really encouraged. I feel like when I was growing up and maybe my siblings have a different perspective, but for me, it felt very execute, execute, execute. And I almost had to like fight for my rest. (laughs) So it was like crazy, right? But a lot of fire. A lot of fire. A lot of fire energy. And so when we are solely like executing and we're not in that flow of like just being in life, like with your family and with your partner, um, the, your relationship will, you'll probably start to notice, you know, just a disconnect there, you know, and we can't communicate in a way that is, um, heart centered. Cause a lot of, I notice like a lot of relationships, they communicate from a place of fear. fear. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like a place of woundedness and a place of fear. 
And when we're communicating that way, that can also, um, you know, just feel it can create more problems for one, but it can also feel very imbalanced and very insecure as well. Right. Because we're coming from a place of fear rather than love. Yeah. I was say I've noticed when I'm like that, it brings out my insecurities. Like, yeah. Oh if this was more perfect with me, then I would feel better or I would be more lovable or something. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And like, oh, if I'm like this way, then I won't be loved. Or like, if I respond, right. you know, whatever it is, I don't, I can't think of an example right now. And then also like the earth element, if we're not being present and in this reality, like grounded here on earth with our partner or our family, we're constantly on our phones. We're constantly thinking of work, which is really common with high achievers. Um, then we're also going to start to notice a decline in our relationship. Our partners can feel when we're not being present, right? When we're not fully there. Yeah. 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 So I- that's that's a lot of feedback that I get um, in partnerships is like, you're like always on your phone. You're not like, I can tell that you're not here. Right. So I, it's a practice for me to always come back to like, okay, put work aside and come back to what's right here in front of me. Yeah. I think that's so good. Cause, um, it's, and that's another way to kind of self-assess too. It's like yeah. think in terms of that framework. I love yeah. how we've like created this thing, like <laughs> <laughs> this whole framework thing. Um, okay. So lastly, um, Lauren, I know you are launching a mass mastermind. So yeah. I'd love to talk about that Sure. And, and kind of like, I was in one of your masterminds and it was awesome. So I highly recommend it just from yeah. my own personal growth. It was, it was really great. Like, and, and I gained friends through that as well. So I'd love to hear about that. Yeah. So I will be launching, so I just launched my podcast. We're going to take like a small break, not too big, but like a little break. Um, And then I'm actually creating something new and also launching the mastermind, which sounds complex, but I think they're going to come together as one in the same, but different tracks. Mm -hmm. So the new paradigm CEO mastermind, which is what you are in, will launch again soon. I'm thinking like February, March for that. Um, I do have a wait list. So if anybody listening is interested, then definitely get on the wait list. I always give the wait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always give wait list people a discount and also you can reserve your spot first, of course. So that's going to be like for people who are really ready to go all in high touch support, one-on-one coaching. Um, it's very mastermindy, like when I, I find a lot of business owners, when they run masterminds, it's like, oh, I'm the boss. Like, I know what I'm talking about. I'm the business expert, but I really like to lean on my clients as well for their input. Like I like everybody to contribute because that's what a mastermind is. That's what a true mastermind is. Like that's yeah. one of those catchy marketing words. I feel exactly. like caught on, but a true yeah. mastermind is where each person is present and brings contributing. Something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm not the only one with knowledge, you know, like everyone in this space has run a business before, um, or they're running a business right now. So anyway, that is for the entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur who's really ready to reach like, you know, higher income months doing stuff their own way. They've seen some success, but really want to, um, yeah, learn how to do things their own way in a way that feels good for them. 
And then I'm also launching a lower level version of it, which has a little bit less support, but is really intended for people to get their business off the ground. Because what I'm noticing is that there's a lot of people out there who have invested in low cost products, or maybe not even low cost, they might even be high cost with these big, like celebrity entrepreneurs who have hundreds of people in their programs, and they can't even get any like one-on-one -on -one time with. Oh them. yeah. I've done that. Right? I've done that a couple times. And yeah. It's, you, you spend quite a bit of money on it. Yeah. Um, and you do get some information from it, but it's kind of like, it's really more like a self-study to be honest. Yeah. There's just no time for you. And if there is any time for you, it's with somebody else. That's like an assistant of some kind or yes, even your yeah. coach or something like that. Yeah. And I, I understand why people do things this way. It's like yeah. a way to scale their business, but I really want to change the way that that's done in the coaching industry. And I want to focus on small intimate groups. So, um, yeah, that's my intention with that one is and to again, help I more. love it. You're doing your own way. And I, yeah, love yeah. yeah. And I know a lot of that. Many of the listeners will resonate with that because mm -hmm. I feel like if, and many of the listeners have been listening for a long time that, you know, it's like, I have always being this kind of person myself, I have always, um, fully supported and endorsed, like going your own way, going the way that yeah. feels right to you. Yeah. Yeah. And my commitment to my clients is really figuring out that way that will work for them and not just like leaving them hanging on their own, you know, cause I feel like a lot of coaches, they don't really connect with you. Like, um, they don't really, you know, the coach that I'm working with right now, we connect every now and again, but I'm like really adamant on checking in with my clients and really, um, Mark, you're very good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I just know what it's like to be stuck in your head sometimes or like stuck. And then you don't want to reach out to anybody, um, for help. Cause I've definitely been there. So I really like to make sure that my clients feel, um, fully supported. So yeah, it's a little, little different thing that I like to do in my business yeah, I and most I people don't you, do yeah it's true and I think you do it very well and I really like I I can just recall this one particular conversation and um you I was trying to figure out like pricing on a product that I wanted to sell that I didn't end up selling it's like again it's like I'm putting a lot of energy in things to create something, but it's not the thing that I, it's like the thing I think I need to create. But anyway, you helped me break through just like pricing. And it was like, so such a, such a silly, I mean, I look back and I'm like, God, it's so silly, but it was really where I was in that time mm -hmm. period of just not feeling confident to follow like what I, I think it was like, you, you know, I, you just asked me a simple question like, well, but who says that it can't be this price like who mm -hmm. decided that or something like that which is like such an excellent like coaching question which is also again I really love the fact that you have all this accreditation because you mm -hmm. actually know and and I I have offered a mentorship at, versus like coaching I've done both of them and they're both very different mentorship mm -hmm. is like okay this is what I've learned and this is what I've done and I'm going to share this with you mm -hmm. where coaching is like you know, really there to help facilitate, like pulling out the ideas that you think are best for you. Mm -hmm. So I think that going to somebody else, they might've just put their idea onto me rather than 
And, and I love that because I've tried to pull ideas out of you and you put it right back on me <laughs> to like yeah. get out of myself. Like yeah. you do it, you do it. Yeah, you do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm still trying to find a balance between mentorship and coaching. But what I do know for sure is that most of the coaches in the industry are mentoring, they're not coaching. And um, I don't know, I just, I love the way that I coach if I'm being I honest, like <laughs> no, I do. it feels really good to me and my clients as well. I, that's why I'm bringing it up because I just mm -hmm. really want to thank you for that because yeah. I feel like that's so important. And I, I remember telling you this in the very beginning, but you, you also stand by it. So mm -hmm. you, know, you do have your platforms that you give advice on, like the podcast mm -hmm. is great because that's how you share some of that. But yeah, when in a coaching relationship with you, you are so great about helping, like you were so great about helping me access the stuff that I knew, mm -hmm. but I didn't want to say it out loud because mm -hmm. there's insecurity around it or something like that, or uh, worthiness and deserving kind of around that. that mm -hmm. I needed to work through. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I love that feedback. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before we wrap up, will you please tell everyone how they can, the best way to get a hold of you? And of course I will leave it in the notes as well. Yeah. So the best way to reach out to me is through Instagram, um, at coach Lauren Ashley. Uh, and you can also follow my podcast account, which is at aligned and magnetic. Um, I would love it if you came and checked it out because it's my current baby <laughs> <laughs> and we're getting a lot of really great feedback. So wow. if you are interested in that, then definitely come and hang out over there. Um, and just to mention as well, if anyone's like super vibing with this episode and you don't want to wait till March for a mastermind, you're really interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching. I do have some spots open for January. So Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I will be sure to share all your contact details and everything. Um, I highly recommend listening to Lauren's podcast. It's very, very good. You had such a creative launch too. I feel like we could make a whole other podcast about that because I just felt like yeah. you did it in your way too. And it was, yes, awesome. it was awesome. Yeah. Um, so we'll have yeah. to have you come back. I mean, but you could talk about it before we go, but I definitely yeah. a whole other thing in, in following yeah. Yeah, I think for 2023, what I'm really, and even at the end of 2022, for me is like creativity, doing shit your way and having fun. Like, what the fuck? Sorry. Like, I mean, why no, are we doing business so boring? <laughs> I know. I have the explicit thing on my podcast. Yeah, that's boring, good. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, but I totally agree with you because it, when I am not having fun, when I'm doing things that I feel like I have to do. So I feel funny. like there are enough things in this life that we have to do yeah. that I don't want any, like, and I've always said like anything creative that I'm doing, it's like, I'm putting the love into it. And when it yeah. starts to get stressful, that's when I need to stop what I'm doing. I need to go to the bathroom. I need to get some water. Maybe I just need to close the computer and stop for the day, yeah. you know, go take a walk or something, but that's your indicator. So yeah. Absolutely. you know, that you're stepping into that too much fire or too much, whatever, you know? And so I guys, I just really, I think you will totally like everything that Lauren has said today. If you're, if it's resonating with you, you definitely should check out our podcast. It's very, very good. I know this is, I'm excited for you because this is like going to just really 
allow you to access so many more people through the podcast Mm -hmm. worldwide, where I feel like sometimes Instagram can be a little more difficult and YouTube, because I know you put some things on YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes a little bit longer, but the podcast is like, it's so, I don't know. I'm just excited to see how it unfolds for you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm really excited to have it out officially. It's been like two years in the making. So yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much, Lauren. And Lauren is in Mexico and I'm in New York City freezing right now, but I can see you (laughs) come visit. (laughs) I know. I know. We've already talked about coming to Mexico. We're like in, in like January, February, March or something, not during the spring break time. We want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I can see you've got the glow. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's rainy right now, but um, yeah, we just went on vacation like a couple of weeks ago. So I got a little bit of a tan. (laughs) Lovely. All right. Well, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day and thank thank you all for tuning in. And again, I'll put all Lauren's contact info in the notes, sending you so much love from New York and Mexico. Yes. And Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Did I stop recording?